listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, an award-winning automotive executive, and I'm so excited to introduce you to some of the most dynamic thought leaders the EV economy has to offer. Listen in on honest conversations I have with the leading electric vehicle experts and uncover critical insights that will help you jump ahead and stay there. The electrification race is officially on, and these conversations have never been more important. So whether you're an automotive executive or just an EV enthusiast, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Marina is here from Wevo Energy, and I am really looking forward to this conversation because I need to learn all of the things about EV charging and apartment complexes, and Marina is the expert. So welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Well, let's get right into it. I would love for the listeners to learn more about you, Marina, your background, and why you decided to join Wevo. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, Wevo is sort of my first um, foray into the EV charging world. Before that, I've actually spent most of my career, close to 20 years, working in virtual power plants. Um, demand side management, demand response, and and grid services, right? So my background and and my expertise is really around how to get the maximum value out of flexibility of different kinds of loads, um, how to monetize distributed energy resources in wholesale markets through grid services. And I find that that's not a common uh, sort of background um, in the EV space, right? Um, most of the folks I met in the EV space, you know, come at it from different angles, from lighting companies and prop tech and solar automotive, right? So this um, element of energy management that's becoming more and more important as we think about EV charging and its impact on the grid and certainly the impact of e-charging on um, electricity bills, right, of any site hosts, um, that's that's an area that's near and dear to, to my heart. So to level set, right, um, Wevo Energy has a technology solution for enabling simple, efficient, and cost-effective EV charging within the electric network limits, right? So, so that electric network limits part is, is really key because in many instances, there's just not enough capacity from the utility available for installing and, and charging, you know, all the vehicles that you would want to at that site, right? And that limitation can be really significant because sometimes those costs of upgrading the service from the utility, that can be cost prohibitive for the project to move forward, right? So it's it's done before it even starts. Um, and so with Wevo's solution, when we think about EV charging optimization, we're, we're optimizing the EV charging across three key areas. Um, the first is the limitations within the physical infrastructure of the site itself. So what we're doing is actually mapping in our system the full topology of the um, electrical setup of the site. So starting from the mains, the panels, the sub-panels, and all the chargers connected at each of those levels so that the system automatically manages against the constraints at each one of those levels, right? So in other words, we're really squeezing out all the available capacity to make sure that we can get as many vehicles charged at the same time as possible. So that's kind of the first piece. The second piece really is around costs, right? And there are many places that have time of use tariffs, right? So if you're charging 
on-peak versus off-peak. The costs of charging during on-peak could be, you know, twice as high or three times as high as charging your vehicle during during off-peak rates. So we actually have a, a really cool solution for where the system is smart enough to automatically default your charging um, to off-peak times, and that could be a really substantial savings. At the same time, we can take into account grid signals, things like demand charge management, right? Really making sure that we're avoiding those times when the grid hits a peak. And if you're using energy during those particular times, that can have a huge impact on your electricity bill. So making sure that you're minimizing your grid draw during those times, that's really key. Um, and then the third piece really is driver behavior, right? And so our system is smart enough to learn driver behavior, particularly in situations where there's um, deeded parking, right? So there's a known driver that that's where they're charging their vehicle every day. And so it knows that the person who's charging in this bay typically plugs in, you know, every day and just trickle charges, whereas that person only plugs in once or twice a week and they're typically empty where they when they plug in. Um, or it could be, well, actually, this person has to leave for work at six in the morning every day, but this person leaves at eight in the morning. And so the algorithms of our system take that information into account when prioritizing the, the charging, right? And even more so, I mean, we focus so much on the driver experience, the user experience that one of the really unique capabilities that, that our system allows for is not just that delayed charging that I talked about so that you're automatically charging during off-peak periods. But you know, if the driver has something different going on or they don't they don't want to wait until that off-peak rate kicks in, they can hit the boost button on our app and start charging right away. Typically they'll pay a, a premium for that, right? To reflect the the higher energy costs of that happening. But we really give that control to drivers and we find that that's something that people really love. That's so fascinating and interesting, especially when we get into driver behavior. And then, of course, when you're anytime you say cost savings, I know everybody's ears start to perk up when you want to talk about cost savings. But let's talk about challenges, because I know, Marina, you and your team handle a lot of challenges in specifically apartment buildings and. And we know that most of the charging is done at home. And we also know that not everybody lives in a house, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I would say it starts with ownership of, of the parking spot, right? Who, who actually owns that parking spot and not, not just ownership, but decision-making about electrification of that parking spot, right? So who's ultimately going to decide that this parking spot should get an EV charger, right? Is it the, the tenant? Is it the landlord? Is it the HOA board, right? Who's making that decision and who's financing it, right? Who's actually going to pay for um, for that installation, all the work involved. Um, and we've seen, you know, different different models around that um, for sure. But that's, I'd say that's where it starts. It's that with that ownership and decision-making. The next one is really... <clears throat> infrastructure, right? So oftentimes we're dealing with really old building stock where, you know, these buildings were never designed with the idea that you're going to have to run cable to the parking lot and, you know, all the stuff around trenching. And it's, you know, it, it's really a, a lot. Um, you know, I'd also say part of infrastructure is communication challenges. So 
availability of the Wi-Fi signal or, you know, um, cellular signal is, can be really problematic, right? And I think this is one of the things that people sometimes don't realize is that when drivers, um, you know, have problems charging their vehicle, a lot of the times it has nothing to do with a charger and nothing to do with the software. It's just the availability of the, of the signal, right? Um, so that's on infrastructure. Power and energy is another one, really probably the biggest one that, that we hear about, right? Because um, the capacity is limited, right? These buildings, you know, when they, they had their service put in, there was never really this, this plan that you're now going to have all of these electric vehicles charging and specifically for a situation like apartment buildings and multifamily dwellings, depending on how much EV charging is happening, that can very quickly become one of the most significant loads um, at your site, right? Um, and then also in that kind of category of dealing with, um, let's say, unpredictable loads, right? So for example, if you've got um, uh, a washer and dryer uh, in, in the basement, right, that, that are running, you don't know when they're going to be running. So you don't know in real time <clears throat> how much capacity you're going to have available uh, for those chargers, right? So thinking about those things. Um, and then finally, I'd say on the on the user experience itself, right, probably one of the biggest challenges we we hear about is about billing, right, and, and settlement. I mean, look, no landlord wants to have to chase their tenants to pay for EV charging, right? Um, certainly no no employee wants no, no employer wants to have to chase their employee, right? The the billing just has to be transparent, it has to be simple, and, and most importantly, it has to be correct, right? Um, <clears throat> so I think I think that piece of it is is really crucial to getting the, the user experience right. Um, and and I would say you know more more broadly than that on the billing side, it's um it's not just about billing right it's the user experience overall. You want this to be simple, hassle free, right? Um, to just be really a great experience for everyone involved. And so we think a lot about how to make that experience great for each use case. So for example, um, you know we work with a with a condo uh, where you know, they were very upfront that they have a closed um, parking lot situation. They don't want to have to authenticate every time they plug in. They, uh, Everyone who lives there, it's a very close-knit community. They know each other. They trust each other. They just want to plug in and charge and with, without any hassle. We said, no problem. We're happy to enable that for you. In a different scenario, though, where there is guest parking available, right, where anybody can come and, and plug in, there you need authentication. But you know what? No one really wants to have to download yet another app, right, fill out yet another set of registration information. And so there we have a, a great kind of scan to charge solution where you just scan the QR code, you don't have to download an app, you don't have to register, it really gets you charging within seconds. Um, so those, you know, those are some of the ways that we do that. But to come back to the power and energy one, because that's really a, a critical, um, you know, a critical point, um, you know, I'd say it really starts with, with the installation and making sure that the installation is done in the most cost-effective way possible. Um, and for that, we actually, propose a, a kind of string architecture, right, where it's a lot less cable, it's a lot less investment in the infrastructure and allows you to scale more easily where you can just sort of daisy chain the chargers across in that string installation. 
Um, but for that, you really want to make sure that you have a good solution for balancing and the energy management of all those char- chargers across, which is what we do. Amazing. Amazing. I, again, I am so excited that you're on the show today because you are bringing such a unique perspective to the show that really, really needs to be understood. And if we are really going to get to EVs for everyone, we need to be addressing these problems that exist. And then when you were talking about the example of like the guest parking and, you know, I can only imagine we're in the holiday season right now, you know, coming over, families come coming over to visit. Oh, I get the charger. I got to. And like you said, you don't have to download yet another app and just making it again, keeping the customer experience, the driver experience top of mind, which I think is absolutely key, especially when we're doing anything new because everybody runs for the hills. If it's new that, you know, (laughs) we got to make sure that it's nice and easy and simple. So a question for you about Yet another EV acronym that I am unaware of, and I know that you can help educate me on this. And so CSMS, what does that stand for? I appreciate the uh, the the acronym soup. I mean, there's certainly no shortage of acronyms in the in this industry, like like many others. Um, so yeah, it's you know there are a few interchangeable ones. C- CSMS I think is Charge Station Management System, right? Or sometimes CPMS, Charge Point Management System, right? It's basically a catch-all phrase or acronym for the software that's effectively the brains of the charger, right? So the way to think about it is like if you've got you know you have your computer, it's your physical computer, and then you can run different operating systems on it. You can run Windows on it or Linux on it, right? And so this is what the CSMS or CPMS is for the charger, right? You can choose any kind of charger you want, um, you know, ideally one that is um, open standards. So OCPP is another important uh protocol or another acronym that we can talk about, which uh, which is open charge point protocol, right? And it's this idea that the hardware, the charger that you buy is going to be compatible with different um, softwares, right? That that can manage that the charging. Um, and so what Wevo does is offer one of these charge point management systems, meaning that our software will do all the the basics, shall we say, right? What what are the basics? Managing the charger. So, you know, seeing in real time, what is the status of that charger? Is it online and ready for charging? Is it offline? Uh, Is it in use, right? And all of the information that you would need about who is charging? When did they charge? How long did they charge for? Right. Um, processing all the payments and billing. Right. That's that's kind of part of your standard capabilities. But where where Wevo is really different is bringing in that energy management expertise with that charge point management um, set of, uh, of of capacities as well. Right. So that piece about automatically learning driver behavior about making sure that the default happens during the cheapest time, meaning that the charging by default happens during the cheapest times when electricity is lowest cost, when the grid is not under stress, um, right? Taking into account all of the the hierarchy of the electrical uh, layout of the building and making sure that we're really able to install as many chargers and get as many vehicles charged using 
that capacity that's available, that's really where we shine. I love it. I love it. And so I know that folks, after listening to this episode, first of all, their mind is going to be blown and they're probably going to want to reach out to you with more questions because I know I have more questions and I know we definitely need to do a follow-up episode because I find this to be so fascinating because I keep going back to the thought of most of the charging is done at home, right? We've got all kinds of infrastructure things happening in the public charging side. But, you know, when we really get and we dig down into the stats, I think one of the latest stats was closer to 90% of charging is done at home. But we want to make sure whatever you call home is equipped to handle this in an efficient way. Marina, the best place for people to reach out to you and your team to learn more and how they can get involved. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'd say um, our website is a great place to start if you want to learn more. So um, that's just wevo.energy, W-E-V-O dot energy. Um, And there are a lot of resources on our website. So white papers and blog posts that really explain some of these, you know, acronyms and and industry jargon, as well as just give really good insight. You can also reach out to me directly, Marina H at Wevo.energy or email us at info at Wevo.energy, right? Um, Would love to talk EV charging anytime. Thank you so much for listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We read every single comment, so thank you in advance. If you have an idea for an upcoming episode or you would like to be a guest on the show, go to EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. That's EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. Until next time, keep charging forward. Word.